born again, newborn dad. Our family just adopted a cat, a first one for us. Also, my wife's best friend just had her first kid. Got me thinking about new family additions and how while the gift of fatherhood will always be the richest, it still bothers me that I never received any special gift or acknowledgement from anyone who I perceived close to me in my life to celebrate me becoming a born-again newborn dad. I feel it is a universal experience, something a boatload of other men go through, assuming they have deeper relationships than the 18th hole. <laughs> newborn dads aren't given special gift consideration after they become a born-again newborn dad. Despite all the likelihood of them losing everything, including the house and custody of their kids in New York State, the moment the wife decides to leave him for an eventual in-house replacement dad. So make a born-again newborn dad feel less isolated, less depreciated, and less taken for granted by helping him drink in the occasion of becoming a born-again newborn dad by doing more than giving an all-star edition baby bib, gift store flowers, and semi-succulent edible arrangements for his wife. Likes on Facebook for new baby announcement pics are nice. But what makes a born-again newborn dad feel extra special is a sumptuous American-made bourbon with balls. Assuming that dad could still handle drinking without uh, falling in and out of a blackout at 46 years old. I'm reflecting on gifts for born-again newborn dads because first, as I mentioned, we have a new cat. Woodstock, name later changed to Miss Kitty. She was seen hitchhiking on Woodstock Street. Similar to two of our three kids, this new family edition wasn't planned. <laughs> there was a new family edition proclamation received with too much emotive glee from our out-of-state uh, virtual baby-born parents. My mom's meh reply via text to a video showing our new adopted cat scurry behind our couch in her new home as my now eight-year-old daughter's eyes flicker with Endlessly curious, anticipatory delight, on par with her tingly embrace of her baby brother, only illuminated. What a sucky feeling it was after my three kids were born to never receive any special gift shout-outs from my younger brother, parents, and friends for becoming a born-again newborn dad, which is a blown opportunity on par with the uh, Supreme Court not looking into election fraud which explains why Amy Barrett is Mia Farrow with better husband selection. In the end, all my mom could muster to this once-in-a-lifetime moment video from her Arizona State home was, I'm happy for Matilda and your family. Translation. My firstborn identifies with sexless, isolated cat ladies on the Upper West Side, who juices for joy, for more uh, topless nitpicks with uh, pansexual uh, Harry Styles on the cover of uh, People magazine. And I don't see her oversharing at her bridge club, uh, rebranding her son as a stay-at-home, comedian, slayer, cat lady, either. And again, the other reason I'm reflecting on born-again newborn dads is that my wife's best friend just had her first child at the same hospital, where she works in the NICU and labor and delivery, for as the unofficial boob doctor, whisperer slash lactation consultant on breastfeeding. Which reminds me, I still don't have a really good joke, you know, where my wife says, you know, okay, most people, okay, Wife goes to work, right? My wife's a boob doctor, right? Doesn't a PhD, but I still call it boob doctor because I think it's funny. And, but she's a lactation consultant, right? You know, she gets mommies, you know, she's some breastfeeding tips, right? And like, for example, so you want to give, you want to breastfeed your child. 
and not do formula because you you don't want to have to go over the border of Mexico and you know worry about you know a couple of dreamers you know hopping on your uh, on top of your SUV on the way and uh, also and then you be accused of sex trafficking on Twitter and then be accused of hate speech uh, by the online mob and then have yourself be freaking docs by Antifa, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And you also don't want to give your kid formula because you don't want your kid's face. I know you guys have ever been to a daycare center. Everyone there is all, all formula babies. How do I know this? Because my kid's complexion, completely glistening. Not a blemish in the freaking on the on their face uh, at all blemish free these kids with form the formula babies uh, their faces look like very blotchy it looks like they all took a load to the face with an elmer's glue gun okay so another reason why you want to breastfeed your kids okay and also if your wife doesn't have these like incredibly scrumptious moves in the first place it's really not going to be that much of a loss because you know what they failed to teach you in health ed class is that you know, when you decide to lick the nips for all time's sake, it's just going to taste like a regrettable non-fat latte. And uh, could actually give the wife some extra lumpage that never really existed before. And another reason why you want to give your kid, why you want to breastfeed your kid, is because it, especially, because if you do that, you're allowing them to stay in your bed and turn your bed into a 24-7 open milk bar, which is what they call attachment parenting, which is turning your bed into an open milk bar for the foreseeable future. But it does plant... Seeds of self-esteem on steroids, so they're less likely to be oversensitive hypochondriacs like the kid in Parenthood, starting to be Martin. <laughs> um, and also, another reason to breastfeed your kid is because they develop a rock-solid immune system, and then you don't have to worry about them being sickly where the parents will freak out and get their kids vaccinated and then completely for the COVID clot shot, which depresses your immune system more than entry into the Dallas Buyers Club. Okay! Dennis Larry lives. Ha! But also, but again, so my wife comes home from work. I'm like, yes, your wife. How was how how work at the office today, babe? And I'll say, so babe, any scrumptious tits? You want to tell me about today? <laughs> like, were there any luscious lobes of perfection that you juice for joy in their presence? Were there any huge freaking tits that you wanted your husband to titty blast uh, for his birthday? If he finally gets an agent for him, his books anytime soon? Just curious. <laughs> so anyway, I want to do something with that. But as far as like asking how my wife's day was, what's going on? Okay, that's great. That's an awful reason. My son just interrupted another podcast, a back-to-back podcast day to say I got four identical pair of shorts. Do you have a joke for that? The punchline? So, you know, it's because you have three identical twins. That's why. And you don't know about them. And they live in China. They've been experimenting in the biolab. And they, they have bat wings. Okay? Made in. Whoa! On! Whoa! On! We'll run out the door. Take a freaking hike. Whoa! On! Whoa! On! Very happy for a kick out. Okay. All right. So, anyway. So, back to my three twins with bat wings. The, um, my mutant freak children made in Wuhan. All right, so, and again, so I'm reflecting on a newborn. 
That kind of love, Brian Wilson lives. Ha! Banging summer gone. Ha! Rocking summer gone. Ha! All right. So what I've developed, uh, hide and respect for since becoming a born again newborn dad, three times over, is the fleeting specialness of that post-birth bliss in the hospital, as you bask in the glorious, picture-perfect sight of your new and improved seed with a full set of hair. Thank God. Because let's be honest, folks, baldy babies are gross. Baldy babies, for some facoct reason, that's Yiddish. For you St. Louis people, not following my killer, hardcore, hilarious flow. So, baldy babies are gross. They always look like they have just the indentation on their head, right? Which comes more pronounced because they're baldy, gross babies in the first place. They look like they fell onto an anvil because, like, Nurse Jackie got a case of the shakes. <laughs> so, again, a new. Born, a born again, newborn dad. That's what I'm talking about right now. What's unique about this born again, newborn dad story that I can tell you about is how he's a divorced dad, was an 11 year old daughter of his past marriage. So he's a born again, newborn dad with a new lifetime partner in love, reflecting a new lease on life. <laughs> I could be borderline poetic, soliloquy, shredder one again. What I've developed a heightened respect for. It's the fleeting specialness again of the post-birth bliss in the hospital. As you bask in the glorious picture perfect sight, I view an improved seed with a full set of hair, thank God. Bursting with unlimited potential to outshine any baby boomer claim to fame. My parents earned everything they had. But at the same time, baby boomer arrogance never dies. But baby boomer parents don't always know best. You do, because you know how it feels to be depreciated. Take it for granted and talk down to by self-righteous authority figures at large and capable of life-altering introspection, post-COVID damage done, and post-democracy dying under Trumpy Poo's precious watch. As a result, you dedicate your life to make sure your children receive less of the same old situation. And do everything in your power to ensure your children feel great about whatever they're passionate about doing and never apologize for pursuing the plus. Like Molly Cyrus, next time she declares to adoring female fans on Instagram, you don't have to be gay. There are good men out there. <laughs> so you don't have to relegate your life to a bunch of uh, fumey, extra fishy, oily bush that's far from scrumptious. <laughs> I agree, Miley. That's why I got my wife's good friends, a bottle of 914 bourbon. 914, Westchester, represent, represent, in honor of his new son, born in the 914. Under my wife's steady, loving guidance in the delivery room and beyond. Doesn't matter how my wife had to fish for a thank you note of acknowledgement on the behalf of her born again, newborn husband, who I dropped the gift off while holding my lucky number three born in the same hospital, instead of delivering my gift in person because they were sleeping in the first place. In my wife's friend's thank you note, she called it a mitzvah. Technically speaking, a mitzvah is a commandment from God. So nice try. <laughs> so in actuality, the gift was more of an affirmation of Ali's assertion of better men being out there who continue to deliver generous pours of love when the moment calls for it, despite feeling incredibly short change in return. Because fatherhood wants any good man the opportunity to do better than before. And nothing beats a newborn dad.
kind of love. Brian Wilson lives. Holla! Thank you very much. This is the Pause Daddy Podcast. Delivering. Semi-funny. <laughs> borderline heartwarming stories. And some funny fast jokes in between for you and me. Controlling our kids' comedy can make our kids great again. My three fuss-free children, 99% of the time, are living proof of it. Enjoy your last day of summer, and I'll talk to you guys soon.